Welcome to What's Cooking Palm Beach with Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach, also known as the Food Dude. Chef Pantone has been serving up amazing meals and desserts at some of the finest hotels and restaurants in New York City, Miami, and Palm Beach for most of his life. Now let's head into the kitchen with What's Cooking Palm Beach, sponsored by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology. Welcome to What's Cooking Palm Beach here on News Radio 1290 WJNO. I'm Joel Malkin here with Chef David Pantone from Lincoln Culinary Institute, the Dean of Students there. How you doing? Welcome to the kitchen. I'm doing fantastic. Thank you for asking. It's uh, another great show that we have every week. You bring in some uh, uh, different folks, uh, executive chefs or owners of restaurants in town. Uh, and, uh, you know, few and far between anymore because I am so picky. Is there food that I will eat? But today I understand we do have some stuff I will enjoy. Today you will feast like a king, like you deserve. Before we get started, why don't you tell us what uh, what's Cooking Palm Beach is all about? This show is all about food, glorious food, cooking and eating and healthy eating, healthy ingredients, superfoods, all about food in the news, food events, food techniques, and food education. My goal is that you'll hear at least one thing that will inspire you to taste something new or go visit a new restaurant and do something new and expand your repertoire. In my world, food is everything. It's science it's art it's culture it's entertainment and it's my passion all right so tell us what uh is on today's menu tell you what's on the written menu here and then we'll look at the uh all the goodies that were brought in today on the uh first chef's little special delight the emus bouche we've got our guests and they are chef michael and melanie hackman from ioli restaurant on the south end of uh, palm, uh west palm beach there and they brought some great delights, and uh, we're going to learn all about the restaurant, about them, and about uh, all the magic that they do down there. The appetizer is going to be a superfood. We're going to spin the big wheel of superfood, see what we come up with. The main course of the day, right, the chef special, is all in the family. So about mom-and-pop restaurants where this is not the corporate restaurant, this is not the hotel restaurant or the country club. This is where really it all started, what uh, mom-and-pop do in the kitchen and to make a part of the community. It's going to be great. A little intermezzo, I have a special treat for you. It's a uh, bullfish snake, a bullhead snakefish story from the chef's table. Is that intriguing to you, Joel? I was going to say, say that 10 times real quick while standing on your head. Uh, we'll try that a little bit later. Side dish, we have a listener who sent in a question on the internet, and it's all about a, a YouTube video. How about that? There's a viral YouTube video about a chocolate cake in a microwave oven, and uh, we took that into the test kitchen, and we're going to talk about that. For dessert, there's a multiple flight of desserts, all the great things that are happening at Lincoln Culinary Institute, Cafe Protégé, food in the news, and some local events, and a telephone interview about one of the local events. Great. It's all coming up right here on What's Cooking Palm Beach on WJNO. And uh, as uh, Chef says, it is time for the uh, Moose Bouche. We are going to uh, start, I think I said it right, um, <laughs> introduce, we mentioned uh, them, we're going to introduce uh, to you. Uh, chef, uh, I guess it would be chefs. You're both chefs, right? No? Yeah. Okay, just one chef in the family. Uh, but it's Michael and Melanie Hackman from Aeoli Restaurant that's on Dixie Highway on the south end of West Palm Beach. How you guys doing? Very good. Doing great. Thank you for having us. So you guys are the owners. And then yes, you sir. and then and then Melanie, you make you make Michael do the work, right? <laughs> no, he makes me do work. Yeah. <laughs> we, we both work pretty hard. We 50 It's a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, give us a little bit about yourself. Where are you guys from? Uh, we're f I'm from Lake Worth, and Melanie is born in Boynton. So you were born in Lake Worth. Oh. Was, oh, wow. How how often do you find people that were actually right. born Where and are raised you from? here? No, what state are you from? Right. This state. Right. We right. Um, so what got you started cooking? Who, who had the cooking bug first? Oh, I did, definitely. Um, I started cooking uh, to pay for college uh, as a hobby, something fun, and then that's what I fell in love with and switched careers, and, and that's the rest is history. Take me back. Take me back. I feel like Barbara Walters here. I'm going to make you cry. <laughs> Don't make them cry. Take me back to your childhood. <laughs> I can't do the Barbara Walters. Um, do you remember being a kid cooking for your folks or, or something like that? Give me a story like that. I always love those. 
um, a story. I know you've got one. Come yeah. on. Um, with my, my Aunt Peggy, um, I would, uh, she was an amazing cook. She from cookies to uh, um, biscuits to she would make all kinds of stuff. Um, I just love being in the kitchen with her mm-hmm. uh, from fudge, um, whatever she was cooking. I just wanted right. to be there as a child. And then she let you help out after a while, not just licking the spoon? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely help. Um, I would help her, and uh, that's where kind of uh, the passion came from. Where right, how I enjoyed cooking. And what about you, Melanie? Tell me how you got your start. So my background is move not. On the, my background yeah. is not culinary um, at all. I was in um, high end retail basically for my life, and I was a marketing major when I met Michael, and um, I was moving to New York City. Met him, fell in love with him, and our entire my entire life changed. Um, and about six months ago, I left my full time career to support him at the restaurant that we built together. And um, we were busy out of the gate, which we're incredibly grateful for. So I said goodbye to that part of my life, and now work alongside with him. So it's uh, the restaurant industry is amazing a lot of work but it's totally different from what i was used to but it's incredible melanie when you're home who does the cooking um he is a far better cook than (laughs) i am (laughs) um we both cook but he is much better than i am so he definitely does the bulk of the cooking um so let me let me since since michael is the chef in the family um let me ask you what inspires you to cook the style first of all what is the style that you cook i see some of your food here we have some uh, what bacon egg and cheese biscuits um, we have some, it looks like pastries here and something with salmon that I probably will not be touching. Um, but only because that's me. That's, that's not on you. That's I'm the picky one here. Um, so what, what is this style? Is this, uh, is this a country style? What, what, how would you just describe it? Um, I would, that's a good question. Um, I like to describe it as natural and, uh, homemade food, uh, cooking from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, let me stop you there. I always found that a funny description. They say, you know, mashed potatoes made from scratch. I'm like, I'd prefer mashed potatoes made from potatoes, but I get <laughs> you. I know what you're saying. Right. Yeah. It's, it's nowadays, it's really easy for, um, for chefs to buy a product already made. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like the hard way to not make really a chef then, are you when you do that? No, that's, that's what I really enjoy doing is just making food from, the beginning. Um, natural food, um, local. I try to use local ingredients, and I would say that's what I'm really into right now. And um, our restaurant is breakfast and lunch, and it's a gourmet sandwich shop, and uh, we try to make everything we can from scratch. Yeah, we're going to look at your menu in a little bit. Um, tell us more about uh, about uh, aioli. Tell us more about the restaurant. I mean, what would if I walk in, what am I going to see? What's the decor? What What's the feel? It's, um, it's Urban, it's natural, a lot of wood tones. There's um, Chicago brick on the wall. We have another wall with uh, reclaimed wood from California. Um, there's rebar stands, bar counters. It's an open kitchen with stainless steel. It's a very inviting environment. You walk in, you see the whole staff. Um, people go in, and we know their names and get to know people. And uh, it's a very small 44-seat restaurant. So it's like Cheers, where everybody knows your name. It's a neighborhood restaurant. I mean, if you come in on any given day, literally we know probably more than half the people walking in the door. Um, Hopefully within your first visit, we make you comfortable enough to come back. One of the coolest things is you'll have new people in the restaurant ordering, and our current or you know our clients, our, our regular everyday people will sit there and they will do our job for us. They will sell them on what to order. Mm-hmm. They will encourage them to come back. We can just stand there and they take the reins and order for them essentially and tell them what their favorite things are. So it's a very comfortable space. And how often do they say salmon? <laughs> that's my salmon. Let's not. That's, oh, that's your salmon. Yeah, okay. Do you guys have salmon? That beautiful salmon. You guys don't make salmon for like lunch or something. Okay. Um, we do a special sometimes um, with homemade gravlax. Okay. Um, with local watercress, a sandwich. Um, yeah, we do have salmon specials. Yes. All right, uh, Michael. We we have a little bit of background on you. We did your, we did our recon. Um, so no, we want to uh, talk a little more about you. You have been a fixture on the uh, Palm Beach culinary scene or culinary or however it's culinary is how we say it, right? That's the proper way. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but about 14 years you've been around cooking when you were born here, but, um, you've been, uh, at uh, prominent hotels and restaurants, the breakers cafe, 
Uh, how do you say this other one? Cafe Cafe uh, La Rope. Okay, the Breakers, and then you have Cafe La Rope and Four Seasons. I mean, the some fancy, yes, <laughs> fancy schmancy places that won't let me walk in the door. Yes. Um, they allowed me to work there, though. What's that? They allowed me to work there. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, uh, so when did you open Aeoli? In September of 2014. Okay, so fairly new there. Yeah. And you've already got some some regulars. Yes, a lot of regulars. The neighborhood has been so supportive. Yes. All right. Awesome. What? One more question, and then we're going to get on because we have this big giant wheel that I'm going to have you spin here in a minute uh, after we take a break. It's the uh, wheel of superfoods. You're a big strapping young man. You have the beard. Kind of look like a like a lumberjack, so to speak, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're going to have you do that. But uh, I want to ask you. This is going to be this is going to be a tough question to answer because she's sitting. She's practically on your lap right now because you're sharing a microphone here in the chef's kitchen. What is it like working with your wife every day? It's amazing. It's great. All um, right, hang on, Melanie. Leave the studio for a second. <laughs> Tell us the real reason. She's gone. Just kidding. <laughs> no, I. Another question. Yeah. Uh, How's it like working with your husband? Uh, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Feel lucky every day to be with him. Yeah, I wouldn't have it any other way. We uh, we make a great team and complement each other. And you know, it's funny because you hear so much about you know absence makes the heart grow fonder, and it's tough for 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 husbands and wives. But right here in this in this building, we have that situation. Mo and Sally are a married couple. Uh, they are, of course, on our sister station, Cool 105.5, and, and they're our morning hosts, and um, they seem to make it work. I never see them fight. I'm sure it happens on occasion. You know, usually it's over how many cats she wants to bring in the house, typically. <laughs> but uh, but we love Mo and Sally, and apparently they love each other very well, even even working together. So sure, That's I the nicest it. thing is knowing that you constantly have somebody support you and watch out for you and has your best interest. All right, we're going we're gonna to come right back here on uh, What's Cooking Palm Beach uh, with the folks from uh, Aeoli. Uh, what is the official name of it? A- a- I want to say it right. Aeoli. Aeoli. It's just Aeoli. It's just okay, Aeoli. that's you could have made word. it any easier on me. I appreciate. It. All right, we're gonna come right back with uh, with the Hackmans. Gene's not here today. Uncle Gene, right? Yep. Uncle no Gene. relation, but nope. anyway, we'll do. Uh, we'll have our appetizer, superfoods, and it's coming up next. Get on your way to a new healthcare career with Lincoln College of Technology. Earn your associate's degree in nursing at their West Palm Beach campus. Learn the skills healthcare employers are looking for, and prepare for a new career where you'll have a direct impact on patient care. Their industry contacts can help you launch a new career after graduation. Visit LincolnEDU.com today for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. LincolnEDU.com, student-centered training for careers that build America. Hey, welcome back to What's Cooking Palm Beach here on WJNO. I'm Joel Malkin. We have uh, Chef David Pantone, Dean at Lincoln Culinary Institute. Uh, this is on 45th Street, just west of I-95 in West Palm Beach. Uh, we also have the Hackmans here, Michael and Melanie, Chef Mike. Chef, can I call you Mike? Yes, yeah. Are we comfortable so. enough? I got to yes. tell you, and then Melanie, um, who helps run the restaurant mm-hmm. but doesn't cook. No, no cooking. Okay. Um, I got to tell you, so what do you call this that I'm eating? We're going to look at your menu in a minute, but we got to do the superfoods thing. But um, I just couldn't resist. I had to try this. I saw these big, giant, thick eggs on a biscuit with some bacon and cheese. I said, as picky as I am, I eat eggs. I eat bacon. Who doesn't eat bacon? And I eat, well, vegetarians, I suppose. And I eat cheese. Um, so what is, is this just a bacon, egg, and cheese? Do you have a special name for this? Uh, bacon, egg, and cheese on a biscuit. On a homemade okay. buttermilk biscuit. Homemade this buttermilk. is, uh, we're going to talk about your menu in a minute and find out some more of this uh, good stuff that you have. Uh, meanwhile, you see the big wheel of superfoods, right? Yep. All right. In a second, you are going to be asked uh, to spin that wheel because we are going to find out what our superfood of this week is. But first, uh, Chef Pantone, tell us what are superfoods? Thank you for asking, Joel. So superfoods are foods that are nutritious, delicious, and great for you, right? To make it to Chef Pantone's list of superfoods, big list of superfoods, needs to be three criteria. The first, the item needs to be nutrient-dense, right? So ounce for ounce, calorie for calorie, jam-packed full of vitamins or minerals, phytonutrients, maybe fiber, iron, all kinds of whatever it is, it has to be good. Some have a lot of different items in them. Some only have a few, but they are jam-packed. Awesome for you. The second two filters, they need to be available and affordable, right? I want you to be able to go right out to your grocery store, buy some of whatever it is that inspires you, take it back, prepare it, eat it, and live a better life just like that. You don't have to spend a lot of money or travel far away to get these items, right? Nutrient-dense, available, and affordable. Who's spinning the wheel today, Michael? 
Yes. Good. Don't hurt yourself. You got to get back to work. <laughs> Give a big spin. All right. Here we go. It's got to go around one time. Okay. Good. 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 Joel Salmon. Ding. 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 My favorite. Right on. So today's superfood is salmon. We don't usually have a uh, an animal product come up because most of the animal products aren't so nutrient dense. But salmon, and we had clams one time too. Both are fabulous and belong on that superfood wheel. Joel, number 622 on the superfood score. How's that? That's pretty high there. So let's talk about some of the health benefits of the salmon. Vitamin B1, uh, 236%, right? Vitamin B3, 58%. Vitamin D, 128%. Selenium, right? Selenium we don't find in so many of our, of our foods, 78%. Omega-3 fatty acids, 55% of your daily requirements of omega-3 fatty acids. That's fish oil. Anybody in the room take fish oil every day? No? No, but just me? I'm the only fish oil guy? Right in the old days... Right? Everybody had to take cod's liver oil. You ever see that in the old cartoons? You guys are yeah. pretty young yeah, over there. Maybe you saw it watching yeah. reruns of Spanky or something. Yeah. But we knew even back then that these fish oils were good for us. And every little kid had to take a big spoonful a day, and it tastes terrible like that. But now we have nice capsules. It doesn't taste so bad. You get a fish oil burp once in a while. Taffy uh, tastes not so good. Yeah, not so good sometimes. <laughs> there's, uh, there's other ones that you can also take. Selenium, strong in selenium, is associated with a decrease in risk from joint inflammation, right? I keep telling you every week, you got to be on the anti-inflammatory diet. That's really what's going to catch up to you and your bones and your joints and all over, anti-inflammatory. The omega-3 fatty acids, great for cardiovascular benefits, right? Always good for that. Decrease your risk of heart attack, strokes, and blood, lower your blood pressure, triglycerides, all good stuff for your heart and your blood. Decrease the risks of two related, uh, eye-related problems, macular degeneration and chronic dry eye. Also helps in the fight of cancer. Right, We're not the doctor show, we're the chef show, but boy, this stuff looks good. And when I make it, it tastes really good. How about you guys? Absolutely. Yeah. We talked about salmon at the restaurant a little bit, and you told me you serve a really nice salmon, uh, a tartare. We, um, yes, for dinner parties, hors d'oeuvres, we do a salmon tartare and a cucumber round. Ah, beautiful. Um, also for a special, we do homemade gravlaks with some local purple watercress, heirloom tomatoes on a seven-grain bread. Where are you getting your local purple watercress? Um, from Port St. Lucie in Felsmere, just north of us. Did you know that Felsmere is the watercress capital of the world? No. I did not How know cool that. How cool is wow. that? One bell for them. Thanks. I didn't know that till I did some research. I think that's pretty Very awesome. Cool. And uh, that sounds delicious. Joel, you know that when we say the word tartare, we're talking about raw, right? So we're talking about raw salmon. (laughs) I just think it's something I probably won't eat. (laughs) Okay. You keep eating that biscuit over there. And uh, salmon can just be prepared in so many ways, hot or cold. I have a nice little salmon I brought in today. It's uh, sous vide. We talked about sous vide cuisine and sous vide cooking not long ago. So it's cooked in a vacuum bag. Sous vide means under pressure. This one is cooked for... 30 minutes at 130 degrees and just gets such an amazing texture. I usually even like it a little bit less than that, about 120 degrees, so it's more medium rare inside. But isn't it buttery flavor, buttery texture? It was excellent. Very moist, very nice flavor. Good. So I have a couple of recipes that will be on the website. And we've got uh, salmon, cucumber, and dill salad. Very lovely. We're not going to go over all of the preparations for it, but you go right up to ChefPantone.com. All the recipes are there for you. And uh, if you have any questions, you can ask them at ChefPantone.com. We'll go real quick. This one's got some beautiful salmon. And see if you can taste this in your mind. Uh, Dijon mustard, a little honey, some beautiful cucumbers, ripe tomatoes, avocado, fresh chives, garlic, dill, a little lemon juice to brighten it up, a little olive oil, extra virgin olive oil, smooth it out, a little pinch of salt and pepper. I'm salivating. I love my salmon sautéed with fennel. Fennel and salmon are just a marriage made in heaven. So there's a recipe for that, too. There's a southwestern salmon and black bean mix there. I think you're going to find delicious. 
And I will also post the salmon with a mustard and ginger. Uh, it's a, a, an Asian-type flavor. All goes together. Salmon number 622 on the superfood wheel. Thank you, my assistant there. <laughs> All right, We're yeah. So each other's parts today. Yes. Again, you you have uh, you have several different uh, recipes there with salmon, and uh, you go to chefpantone.com. And again, if you have a question, uh, you can email him at what's cooking at chefpantone.com. In fact, we. Um, have an email, I believe, we're uh, coming up uh, yes. in a little bit as well during the show. So we'll be answering that one uh, just like we could be doing for you. So anytime you're listening to the show, you hear a recipe, you want to find out more about it, uh, the full recipes are up at chefpantone.com. You can also find out uh, more information on Lincoln Culinary Institute as well. So uh, make sure you check that out, chefpantone.com. All right, our main course, it's the Chef's Daily Special, All in the Family. That is coming up next right here on What's Cooking Palm Beach. Is the kitchen your favorite room in the house? Does a career doing what you love sound appetizing to you? Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology in West Palm Beach, has your recipe for success. In their campus restaurant, you can train to turn your passion for cooking into a delicious new career. Visit lincolnculinary.com for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. That's lincolnculinary.com. Visit them today. Welcome back to What's Cooking Palm Beach. I'm Joel Malkin here with Chef Pantone from Lincoln Culinary Institute. Uh, we also have the Hackmans here, Chef Michael and his wife Melanie, who run Aeoli Cafe, or just Aeoli, but it is it is kind of a cafe, right? Yes, it, it is. is yeah. That's in West Palm. It's on Dixie Highway. Uh, where can they find you online? Um, our website is Aeoli WPB. It's a lot of vowels, so A-I-O-L-I WPB.com. And then we're also on Facebook and Instagram. All right. West Palm Beach. Um, this is our uh, the Chef's Daily Special, the main course, all in the family, mom and pop. So we're going to get into this. But I want to, where did you get the name uh, of, of your restaurant? Um, we wanted one word. Um, we wanted something very simple. It's like our food. Our food is very simple. It's clean but flavorful. Um, when you go to design a restaurant or open a restaurant, the first thing you do is you write your menu um, so that that, you are able to lay out your kitchen and your space. Um, and Michael actually chose the name. Uh, he was looking at our menu, and he realized that there were aiolis on a lot of our sandwiches. Now, let's stop you there. For uh, <laughs> those of us who are um, vegetable-challenged, Sure. I'm assuming it's a vegetable. <laughs> it's not a vegetable. It's not a vegetable. Oh, man. See what I said? I'm vegetable-challenged. I thought aioli was a What is it? What aioli, is an aioli? It's, um, it's a French sauce. It's a mayonnaise-based sauce oh. with garlic and lemon. Um, so there are vegetables in it. Garlic. Garlic. Garlic and lemon. <laughs> right? Lemon's a fruit. Le lemon's a fruit. So garlic. Oh, yeah. Whatever. I'm an idiot. But it's uh, green. I'm not. A, give me the darn and there's microphone. No tomato okay, in you're it. done. Thank you. I got the mic. Great. Okay, let's start that part again. Aeoli's a magnificent vehicle. Okay. Uh, like a mayonnaise, though mayonnaise usually uses vegetable oil, canola oil, something like that. Generally, aioli's Italian word. So, what kind of oils would we be using? Olive oil. That good. You get it. You gained one point back. Olive oil. Generally, but the key is when you get good like Michael is, you can make with any kind of oil or any kind of a fat, you know, whatever the flavor profile you're looking for. So you make a beautiful emulsion with some type of oil, some type of, you're using eggs in some of yours? Yes. You can, yeah, and, and any other flavor profile you want. So it turns into a flavored mayonnaise, right? I predict we're going to have lots of aioli sauces at the grocery stores pretty soon. I know a couple companies are working on a couple because the word is so popular now, because they're so delicious, you can do so many things with it. You have a great name in that restaurant. Thank so, you. Thank you. Right? It's all about the name. Thank you. You said yeah. it first. You got to lay out the menu so you can lay out the equipment and everything. You got to pick the right name. Everybody that's been in here sitting on that side of the table, we talked about the name of their place and why it's so important. It helps to define you. That's it. It's your, it's your North Star. Points, keeps you pointed in the right direction. Clean, simple, flavorful, just like you said. So we call this episode All in the Family and Mom and Pop, like a mom and pop restaurant. And I had to keep saying to myself, I think they'll be okay with mom and pop, even though mom and pop makes me think old. You're certainly not old, but the style that your restaurant and the style that you work together is an old style. That's the style that restaurants started. They didn't start out as Ritz-Carlton five-star in hotels. They didn't start in country clubs. They didn't start in um, sports bars with 30 different locations. These are people we've had around the table here before in the kitchen. They started with mom and pop. 
mom and pop cooking for themselves and then cooking for people in the area and then feeding the public the food that they were really good at. And that's kind of, it sounds romantic to me. And I think that's what you do every day. Uh, and we're mom and pop. So. And you're mom and pop. You have three, <laughs> are a mom and pop, three beautiful so. little girls. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And you run a business. Yes. Yes. And when we met in the lobby today, the first thing they said was, "It's the first time we left the kids alone." This this is our first time away from the restaurant when it's open. And by kids, you meant your staff. You didn't mean your little children because they're not home alone. No, no, they're never home alone. But you have a monitor, an app on your telephone, (laughs) just like a baby monitor. Does your staff know that, or did I just tell them? Oh, they they do. They know that. So they can watch the restaurant at this moment to see everything's cool. Let me see. Take a look. Do you have it open right now? Let's take a look and see. I know this is radio, and and the listeners can't see, but uh, what's the show? Being a little self-serving here. Like this, right? They put on. Stakeout. Big Brother? Restaurant Stakeout. Oh. Absolutely. That's too much drama. You don't want to see any drama, do you? No, you want to make sure that it's smooth. Yes, right. no drama. She's pulling that up. In the meantime, let's, uh, let's talk Mom's some more. Pop's got about a pop's got a, They have a tagline, and you asked, Joe asked how, how was the best way to uh, get to their website or whatever. I got to tell you, the Facebook page is your living page most, probably, right? Wait, we, we, have, we have a guy that's sitting <laughs> oh, reading, a, reading, a, reading the newspaper. What's going on? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> So your Facebook page is really your living menu, your living personality, right? Yes, Facebook has been incredible. We have not advertised. Everything for us has been word of mouth and God social media. God bless you. That's great. And um, every single day we upload our specials to our Facebook page or an event that we're doing. Um, and we'll have people who actually come in and we give them the special clipboard and say, oh, these are our specials today. They're like, nope, we already know what we're having. We looked at Facebook. And they've got it right on their phone. And if we don't have it up by about 10 a.m., we get the calls. Uh, we looked on <laughs> Facebook. Your specials aren't up yet. So people do rely on that. And um, it's been great for us. We do Instagram as well, although Facebook, I'm a little better at Facebook than Instagram. Still learning. Right. And on your websites, there's a tagline. It says, food for thought. Locally owned restaurants return a total of 79% of their revenue to the local economy compared to just 30% of a chain restaurant. That's huge. It is. Love that because you hire people right from the neighborhood. You get food from the community. It all goes in and you're serving people in the community. Definitely. That's a family-owned restaurant. That's a beautiful thing. So past all of that wonderment, uh, let's talk about some things on the menu. And if there's, I don't think there's any drama going on, but since mom and pop are working together, if you if you need to throw any in there. No drama. No. Good. Whatsoever. Okay, drama-free no, zone. Drama-free zone. It's a very... Uh, we are supportive of each other. Um, we make a great team, and it's a very laid-back environment. Um, you know, we offer a very comfortable space. People walk in the door and usually feel at home from the minute that they walk in. Your home. Our home. How it, cool it is, is that? like our second home. It's a good thing there's not a shower there because ah. if it was, we would never leave. <laughs> I always told my wife, "We need a place and we could live upstairs." She says, no. "I don't want to live upstairs. <laughs> Come on, won't that be no?" She says. We are there a lot, but it's a good place to be. So let's pick out, why don't you pick out some wonderful things from your menu? Tell us about them. Um, yes, we have, we brought today, it's a turkey brie sandwich. Who got the turkey brie sandwich? Joel's got that. There's another one here. Oh, it's um, Deconstructed for us. What do you got? Here, have it. Oh, that's It's nice a roast, thing. natural roast turkey breast with a cranberry aioli, brie cheese, a little arugula, and a cranberry walnut bread, and then we put it in the panini. Melt the cheese, get the, the turkey Who hot. Who doesn't like to squeeze their sandwich in a hot panini oh, yeah. press? Yeah. That's the best. Warm and gooey. Yeah, this, um, this when what? we opened in September, beautiful. we put it on, and I thought it would be a fall-winter sandwich. I was going to take it off the menu, but no. <laughs> when is fall-winter again around here? Never. Yeah, There's exactly. not so much fall-winter. <laughs> Two yeah. days, maybe in January. Because it feels like Thanksgiving a little bit with the cranberry and the turkey and everything, but that's any day of the year. Where do you get this beautiful bread? Um, that is from a baker down in Fort Lauderdale. I get my bread in every day from a bakery, What's Premier that? Bakery. And all of our our meats are um, nitrate-free and gluten-free. So we choose the best possible products from our bread to our meat to our vegetables. Our bacon is nitrate-free. The ham, if we do an Italian with the salami. Um, and delicious. Oh, my God. Mm. Glad you like Another it. sandwich we brought is a long-some artichoke. And pesto on ciabatta with fresh mozzarella and roasted peppers. Mm-hmm. That um, one scared you away a little bit. Long a little bit. A little bit. Artichokes, artichokes arugula. No, these whole are, sandwiches for these me. are all foreign to me. So we should have brought the roast beef for you. No, I like the turkey. <laughs> I like the turkey. And the breakfast was good. 
Yes. Oh, my goodness. You have that. Uh, and, the, and the menu that you brought so it doesn't have the breakfast food on it, I didn't see. But you do have a different breakfast menu. And the, if you didn't hear, bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. Our intern, uh, Gabby, is here. Have you eaten? No. Bacon, egg, and cheese. Yeah, yes. Absolutely. She's... <laughs> Don't so make me twist your arm now. We open um, at 7 a.m., and the, the biscuits are made fresh every single morning. They're incredible. And it's, we've had people say that they'll go on vacation looking for good biscuits in the deep south, like Charleston, and they were disappointed when they actually got there, and the biscuit wasn't as good as the biscuit that that you have. we have. Right. Oh, this, and this is homemade? You guys make the I know that's a silly yes. question. You yeah. know, not like you're just going to the store and picking up biscuits already made or getting Pillsbury. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you knew I was going to say Pillsbury. Well, that's how I do it at home, but I'm not a chef, and I didn't go to Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm. All right, um, so that's the, that's the thing. Well, we didn't say Michael did. Oh, did you? Yeah. Michael is a grad. I was you know, I was going to ask that earlier. I didn't want to assume. Um, when did you graduate? Um, 2002, I believe. 2002. 2002. Yeah, one of the best. So how was, uh, I know that uh, Chef Pantone was, you were there, you've been there for like 20-something yeah. years, right? Something like that. Uh, so how was he as a dean? You can lie. No, I mean, you can tell yeah. the truth. It was, <laughs> I was great. Good then. Yeah. Yeah, then. <laughs> did, he, yeah. did you get along? You get good grades? Yeah. It, right. it yeah, shows it because that, that experience. Right. I ran a background check and all his grades and stuff. He doesn't get to sit here. <laughs> like right? <laughs> just like that. You don't how, bring in the F students. How gratifying is it for you to see one of your graduates sitting across the table from you as an owner, proprietor? That's why I do this. This yeah. is like the highlight of my life is to have these beautiful, young, su successful men and women on the other side uh, enjoying yourself and promoting your success. Yeah. I know that sounds old and sappy, but no. okay, I'm old and sappy. I'll take it. it. Uh, no, I, I'll I'll put it. I'll go ahead and put it this way. We have an intern over here, Gabby. It's <laughs> been with us a few weeks. So good. And <laughs> <laughs> she's enjoying her. She's enjoying the bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit, um, like I did. But uh, she's here learning the trade. She wants to be in news, like I do, in radio news, which is rare for a 20 year old girl, you know. And so, fast forward, let's say 10 years from now, and she's doing it. And then I get to speak to her about her trade, knowing that I helped teach her at, at least a little bit some of what she's doing and doing well and successfully. So that's I could just imagine how uh, Chef Pantone feels. The circle feels. is complete, Obi-Wan. Yes, or the circle <laughs> of life like the uh, Lion King. So tell us about some more stuff on the menu. Uh, let's get past the thing that I like. Let's talk about the stuff that uh, everybody else enjoys. Um, we did bring you some of our lemonade. Um, we brought you some of the lemongrass ginger. We make fresh lemonades um, every day, and the flavors change um, with the season. Um, we do a blackberry balsamic lemonade, a pineapple basil. Um, we did a jalapeno key lime. Everybody loves the watermelon, and what some people will do on the weekends and come in, and they'll purchase it in a half gallon or a gallon, take it home with them, or possibly use it as a mixer on the weekend. But um, they're, they're great. Do you mainly um, notice that your traffic is from folks working at the businesses nearby, or are you getting a lot of also residential business? What's kind of really neat about our clientele, and it's actually one of our customers pointed it out one day, if you come in during a lunch rush and you take a look at around, our clientele is so diversified, um, and we hit a couple of different demographics. We have blue-collar workers. We've got the girls who just finished playing tennis across the street. We've got, you know, blue um, people coming from downtown West Palm and eating in our um, business professionals eating lunch. You've got um, the stay-at-home moms. We are a mix of everybody. You've got artsy people from Lake Worth. Um, it's been great, but the majority of our clientele is local, and um, we will get people who will go on Yelp and say, oh my gosh, you have great Yelp reviews. We're in from DC and we had to come here. And um, wow. trying to live up to the standard that we've set, where, you, know, you set a standard and every day you strive to be better than the last day. So it's um, it's been great. We've built a clientele, and we're so happy to have the people we have coming in the door every day supporting us. Now, you do a soup du jour, soup of the day. Um, what, what are some of the soups that you've uh, featured? Uh, some of the soups, uh, celery root and turmeric is one of them. Super um, superfood right. Yeah. Like a thousand. Good job. Very good for you, yeah. Anti-inflammatory, amazing. What else? Um, a black bean and kale, a black bean and tomatillo. The superfoods are all over these uh, Dude, soups. Yeah. Fresh, natural, yeah. good food. Yeah, just yeah. Right. carrot, ginger, real natural food. 
and we usually our soups we always try to have a um, vegan soup on the menu mm -hmm. and a gluten-free option so gluten-free is one thing that we do offer in our restaurant so if you are gluten-free you can get any of our sandwiches on gluten-free bread um, and our sides change daily also so we always try to have a vegetarian or a gluten-free side yeah it we Try to make it a little bit healthier. Instead of a bag of chips, you get a side, a right. gourmet side. Um, zucchini chickpea, like a orzo black bean, um, a green bean salad, just something a little bit healthier Beautiful. that All can go great, with great, the great. sandwiches. And then uh, the ju did you mention the juice bar? We didn't. Um, so in the morning, if you don't want a buttermilk biscuit with bacon, egg, and cheese, I'm not sure why. However, mm. you want to go the other route, um, we do offer hang on, fresh hang on. juices. We have to say that Gabby <laughs> has already finished her bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit. For a little girl, she got... That would be me. No, it wasn't me. <laughs> Never mind then. I don't know. I ate a half. He ate a half. You ate a half. There so must we'll be another half. So we'll see Monday morning. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Back to the <laughs> no, juice. No, that's okay. So we have a, a full juice bar also, and it's um, a create your own. We offer um, additives like turmeric and ginger mm. and lemon, um, and that's been great. We're across the street for a gym, from a gym, so we have a lot of people that come in and get juices in the morning or for your 2 o'clock pick-me-up when you want to grab for something sweet, which we've got incredible baked goods also nice. that are not on that menu. Um, you can get a juice also. Anything else you wanted to bring up um, on I the do. menu? I do. Since you're a breakfast and lunch place, which sounds amazing, theoretically you're home with the family in the evening if you're not doing a special event, which that's what I hope, right? Mm -hmm. But your clientele wanted you to be open for dinner, and how did you fix that? They did. Um, we originally, the premise was to close the doors at 4 because Michael still has clients at night, and we do dinner parties and catering. Um, what we did in response to the community asking for it is we do something called a pickup dinner. Um, so every single day we have different dinners that rotate. We post it on our website and on our Facebook page every day by about 10. And we usually do them family style for about four people, but certain things you can do for one. Um, we try to keep them moderately priced. We do things like shrimp curry, roasted vegetable lasagna, chicken scarpiello, um, and Shrimp after and shrimp, and shrimp and grits, grits incredible shrimp and grits. So um, they're usually ready for pickup after four o'clock. So between four and five or five thirty, we keep our doors open, even though the kitchen is closed at four for those pickups. Most of the time, people have learned to call ahead and reserve them because we typically sell out of them um, before they even hit the front deli case. In the business, the word "sell out" <laughs> is amazing. We love to sell out. We don't like to run out, but we love to sell out. Sure. So I think that's great. People can either go through a drive-through window. No. and get nastiness or they can come and pick up their dinner to go i think that's fantastic so great we've, idea we've listened and um that's the part of the beauty of being a local neighborhood restaurant is that we can touch our clients and we can talk to them and we can respond to their needs and see what they are looking for that we might not have all right but uh tell us one, one more time how to find you online um we have a website it's um aoli wpb ai oliwpb.com or on Facebook and Instagram. All right. Uh, we're going to come right back after this on What's Cooking Palm Beach. We've got the intermezzo, something about a bullhead snakefish, whatever the heck that is. Also, the side dish will take a question from a listener. In the meantime, if you have a question, what's cooking at chefpantone.com, go to chefpantone.com uh, to find out anything about this show or any of the other shows. You could listen even to uh, podcasts of the previous shows that we've had here on WJNO. If you happen to miss one or two or 20, we've done quite a few already. So uh, anyway, you can go to chefpantone.com and find those. If that sound gets your motor running, it's time for a career with a little extra horsepower. Lincoln College of Technology is now enrolling for hands-on automotive technology training. Learn the skills that can help you launch an automotive career today. Visit LincolnEDU.com. Welcome back. It is What's Cooking Palm Beach here on WJNO. Joel Malkin here with Chef David Pantone, the dean at the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm, 45th Street, West of 95. Also with us, the Hackmans are here, Chef Michael and his wife Melanie Hackman uh, from Aeoli in West Palm. That's uh, near Forest Hill on Dixie Highway, so make sure you uh, check them out. We were just talking about their menu before the break, and uh, I know the uh, I, I will be back for breakfast to have the uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, although the, the price will be a little different than this morning <laughs> but uh, or this afternoon um all right so our intermezzo uh is here the what these are usually these are tales, tales from, from the, the chef's table what is a bullhead snakefish yeah? yes tales from the chef's table a little peek inside the mind of a chef so i always try to share a little story a couple of years ago we had 
a python challenge. Maybe you remember there are all these giant pythons out in the Everglades and the uh, Fish and Wildlife Commission organized this big hunt where they had to go out and big hunter guys went out there and they captured these snakes and brought them in. So how do you have a party like that without having a safari chef? So they asked me to be the safari chef. So I thought that was pretty cool. I said, what does that mean? They said, we'll bring you some stuff and you'll cook it all up and we'll serve it to the people who come to this big uh, big event. It's a conservation event. So the first thing I said is, how about the python? They said, don't tell anybody, but you don't want to eat the python. It's full of mercury. Okay, so we didn't cook any python, but they did bring a whole bunch of beautiful green iguanas and a nice alligator and some bullhead snakefish. Now, the bullhead snakefish... This came to me because somebody went to the podcast, uh, the What's Cooking Palm Beach podcast, and the cover page, like an album cover of the podcast, is a picture of me holding this big bullhead snakefish in my kitchen at home, right? And they said, that's where this came from. They said, what the heck was that? So this bullhead snakefish in Vietnam and Cambodia, they eat this bullhead snakefish all the time. And when a lot of those people moved to our area, they brought it with them. I don't know, in their suitcase or something. They figured it out and put it into our canals so they would have it to eat. And it has overpopulated the canals. It's very aggressive with big, nasty teeth. So it's one of those evasive species. They asked me to cook them up, and they brought these amazing fish. I got to tell you, one of the best fish I've ever tasted. So me and my students made hundreds of bullhead snakefish fish tacos. And it was like the big thing at the event. It was just delicious. So don't be afraid of a name and don't be afraid of an ugly fish because there might be something beautiful inside of it. And one of the best fish I ever tasted. And that's my tale. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, here's our side dish. This is a question from a listener who wrote in again at uh, What's Cooking at ChefPantone.com. This is Richard from Lake Worth. Uh, he asks, I saw a YouTube video of how to make a chocolate cake in 60 seconds in a microwave. Doesn't sound very good, but does it really work? Right. So I'm sitting at home. It's Saturday night, and my telephone says, bing. That means I got an email from a listener. So I pull this up, and I said, well, what do I have to do? Some research, right? So I went right to YouTube, just Googled uh, 60-second chocolate cake, and I watched a couple videos. This is like a viral, what do you call it? It went viral. There's all these people making chocolate cakes and chocolate brownies in 60 seconds in their microwave. So, of course, me and my son had to make a whole bunch of different varieties of this. Tell you what, not terrible. You get a cup, like a coffee cup, and you add, you just follow the directions on there. You add some flour and eggs, some sugar, some cocoa powder, pinch of vanilla, stir it all around, put it in the microwave 60 seconds. Puffs up like an amazing souffle. Looks really, really nice. And then it falls down a little bit. Not the best texture, not the great flavor. After a couple of three different uh, tries, my son and I made one that was really pretty smoking good uh, because we know how to do that kind of stuff. So just because it's on the Internet doesn't make it true, but sometimes it makes it pretty good. All right, it's What's Cooking Palm Beach here on WJNO, uh, and we're going to take a break, come back. We've got the dessert portion of our show. We've uh, got some news. We've got some events going on, and we also have a phone call we're going to take about something called Canstruction 2015. That's all right after this. Training in skilled trades like HVAC prepares you for careers that build America. Start now at Lincoln College of Technology. At their West Palm Beach campus, you can gain technical skills and practical knowledge in refrigeration fundamentals, residential climate control, basic electricity, and more. Visit LincolnEDU.com for student consumer information and to schedule a campus tour. Lincoln College of Technology, for careers that build America. Visit LincolnEDU.com today. Welcome back once again. What's Cooking Palm Beach on WJNO? News and events at Lincoln Culinary Institute. We're going to have those, but first you have some news bulletins, right, Chef? Sure. Beep, 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 beep. Hot off the press, right? Two stories. The first one is about Chilean salmon. A lot of our salmon that we get in the United States comes from Chile. Guess what? There's a customs strike, so it has been blockaded. We went some time without salmon, and I think uh, they're working on getting uh, salmon from other parts of the world, and especially Scotland and Chile. Uh, Chile is going to open up very soon. So if you have found the price of salmon going through the roof, that's because of customs, not really because of migratory fishing or anything like that. The other one's not so sexy, right? The avian flu is uh, killing up to 
Uh, when I ran this, it was 15 million chickens and turkeys, and now it's up to 20 million chickens and turkeys. This doesn't harm you and I at all, but what it does harm is the price of eggs huh? and the price mm-hmm. of chickens yeah. and the price of turkeys. You guys serve a lot of eggs in your place. Yeah. You see them uh, scooch up. It's going to go higher and higher. So Congress is looking to be able to relax the laws and regulations to allow us to import some more eggs from our friends in Canada and our friends in Mexico just for a short time until we take care of this so the egg prices don't go sky high. And you got to hope that they get a handle on this, uh, you know, in time for Thanksgiving or at least a couple months out so that uh, the prices for the uh, turkeys don't just go through the roof by then, too. We hope so. Because that's when the demand is going to be up as well. All right. We have uh, right now on the line Perry Borman. He is the executive director of the Palm Beach County Food Bank. Uh, Perry, welcome to What's Cooking Palm Beach. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. I appreciate the opportunity to be on. Now, the reason that we have you here is uh, because we have the Hackmans here. We have uh, my, Chef Mike and Melanie here. Uh, you're familiar with them, right? Yes. They are going to be taking part in something that is called uh, Can. Am I saying this right? Canstruction 2015, kind of like construction, but with cans of food. That's correct. And they're going to uh, uh, be uh, doing some judging, uh, actually, coming up just a couple of days on Monday. Um, tell me more about this uh, program. Yeah, Construction is actually an event that is held um, all around the country, and this is the third year that we have partnered with the Gardens Mall to host the event here in Palm Beach County. And it's a great way to uh, raise awareness about um, the needs in the community. It's, uh, it enables a number of teams, uh, mostly construction firms and other companies, to actually uh, use their creativity and build massive sculptures using non-perishable canned goods. And right. those sculptures will um, be built um, on June 7th, and then the, they'll be on display from the 8th to the 21st. And then at the end of the event, all of the, the uh, food uh, that is being used in the sculptures comes back to the food bank for us to distribute. That's awesome. That's awesome. These things look really cool. We've seen similar things when you've gone to, uh, like, um, the South Florida Fair in the past. I don't know if you guys were involved with that. Yeah, I think last year or two years ago, the fair had, um, I think it was Hedrick Brothers that actually built the, um, I think it was the Eiffel Tower right, at the right. fair. And um, same kind of thing. It's uh, Again, it's a great, you know, the, these construction firms, I mean, this is what they do all day long. This um, They're not building these kinds of sculptures, but they take this very seriously. They're actually uh, planning for, for months before the event. They're coming up with you know three-dimensional designs, and they're doing practice builds uh, as we speak to just get ready to put these sculptures together. So it's a competition, um, but it's also a, it's a great way for, for people in the community to come by the mall and you know, check them out and, and also just learn more about the needs in the community. Pretty cool also, a name that seems to come up every show since she's been on. Uh, one of your co-chairs for Canstruction 2015, uh, Chef Lindsay Autry. She was on here many weeks ago, uh, and, and she's just great. to. But she seems to be involved with everything. Yeah, Lindsay is really terrific. She's been uh, working with um, us at the Palm Beach County Food Bank for, for a couple of years. And, you know, I, I really, there's, what's great about the, the chef community in general is you know, they want to feed people, and uh, so their commitment to supporting the hunger relief initiatives in the community is really phenomenal. I know that Lindsay, you know, her support through, um, um, you know, Share Our Strength and the Taste of the Nation events and all that has really just gone above and beyond uh, with, you know, also with her colleagues. So we really cannot thank her enough uh, and her fiancé, David Saban, for also being involved. All right, so now this is uh, this is starting uh, on the 8th. Uh, you have on the 18th of June the Construction Cocktail and Awards Party, and uh, uh, my friends Mo and Sally from our sister station, Cool 105.5, will actually MC the evening for you. Uh, you'll have a Chinese raffle. Describe a Chinese raffle for me. In American, uh, in English. Yeah, in, in, American. in English, right. <laughs> well, it's, it's different than a, a silent auction. It just gives you a chance to buy uh, raffle tickets. Uh, and those raffle tickets, you know, for a certain amount of money, and then those are all put in a in a bowl in front of the item, and um, and then you know the prize is drawn. So it's just a little bit different twist on a silent auction. Gives um, you know uh, everyone a chance to participate, and all the proceeds from uh, this event, the food uh, and the money that we raise uh, for the cocktail party 
and the award ceremony uh, come to the Palm Beach County Food Bank. We're a nonprofit organization, and um, you, know, you can learn more about it on our website at tbcfoodbank.org. And they can also go there and buy some of these raffle tickets as well. Um, I believe so. Yeah, will they be able to buy them at the, the night of the event too, June 18th? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. We'll have people walking around selling them. So, uh, so again, we've got uh, the Hackmans here from Aeoli uh, in West Palm, and uh, uh, they're going to be judges. Guys, you looking forward to this? Absolutely. Yes, we are. Um, what do you? What kind of? Th- have you ever done anything like this before? This is a first for us, so we're right. looking forward to being a part of it. Um, the food bank, at, food bank is fantastic, and um, we're looking forward to supporting them. Yeah, they don't even use cans. <laughs> yeah, they don't even use cans. <laughs> chef says, yeah. Um, yeah, you don't, do you? Because we were talking earlier, you know, everything's natural. But uh, but cans come in handy, you know, when you're talking about collecting, um, you know, non-perishables. You, obviously, you can't uh, you can't collect fresh salmon for the folks that are hungry in the community. Because by the time it gets to the community, Perry, uh, the, the salmon's usually not good anymore, right? <laughs> well, you know, we actually, we, we're here in, based in Lantana. We have a 6,000-square-foot cooler and a 3,000-square-foot huh. freezer. So we're, we're a distributor much like, I mean, a very small version of, like, a Cheney Brothers or Cisco. And we actually do go out and recover uh, perishable food from places like Publix and others, but, but I think that fresh salmon at the Gardens Mall would be a problem. So <laughs> yeah. um, I think the canned goods is going to be much better uh, for this event. All right. But it's a superfood. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. our superfood of the week, so we have some yeah. here. Um, all right, so once again, uh, this is uh, Canstruction 2015, and it all starts up uh, on um, uh, Monday. Uh, you guys, the Hackmans here, uh, they're not bringing Gene with them, but uh, Gene Hackman, uh, but I'm bumping. I need the bell. That's it. So. No, he doesn't. Perry doesn't. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're going to be out there at the uh, Gardens Mall doing some judging along with several other folks. And then June 18th, make sure you make plans uh, to uh, uh, get in on the cocktail party. Our friends Mo and Sally from Cool 105.5 will be there. It's all for a great cause. Uh, Perry Borman, Executive Director of Palm Beach County Food Bank. Thanks for joining us here on What's Cooking Palm Beach. Yeah, thanks very much. I appreciate Thank you, it. Perry. All right. Uh, let's turn our attentions to Lincoln Culinary Institute. Chef, you have some new classes starting. We do. We've got classes starting Monday, brand new kids changing their lives, and we've gotten classes starting on July 6th. So if you enjoy listening to the show and you're enjoying food or you have a family member or friend who would benefit from a career in the culinary arts, just like Michael Hackman here and be successful have your restaurant, Give him my number, 1-800-TOP-CHEF. Give me a call. You had it first. That's right. Give me a call. I'll take care of you. Yeah, before there was a show, Top Chef, 1-800-TOP-CHEF was for Lincoln Culinary Institute, and it still is. Um, we're getting ready to wrap up the show. I want to thank uh, you for joining us, the Hackmans, uh, Chef Michael and uh, Melanie Hackman from Aeoli in West Palm Beach on Dixie Highway. Uh, you guys uh, wanted to add one more thing? Sure. In addition to our um, storefront and our restaurant, we also do catering. So we do business catering. We do small dinner parties, large cocktail parties, um, simple or extensive. All right. And once again, Aioli, A-I-O-L-I, WPB.com. You can also find Aioli on Facebook and Instagram sometimes, right? (laughs) All right. Uh, It's What's Cooking Palm Beach. We'll be back next week. We'll talk to you then. Happy cooking and bon appetit. You've been listening to What's Cooking Palm Beach with Chef David Pantone, Dean of the Lincoln Culinary Institute in West Palm Beach. Tune in and find out what's cooking Saturdays from 1 till 2 p.m. on News Radio 1290 WJNO. If you have any questions or ideas on a topic, please email what's cooking at chefpantone.com. That's P A N T O N E.com. What's Cooking Palm Beach, sponsored by Lincoln Culinary Institute, a division of Lincoln College of Technology.